Welcome you to the sports kingdom. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the TSK Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. I'm joined by my co-host, Tyler Pacholke. What's up, TP? How you living, man? I'm ready to do this. I love this shit. <laughs> uh, this is what I was born to do. It was. It was. Rank players in the list. <laughs> All right. Before we start, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore world underscore. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Just type in keyword TSK Show. Check us out on Anchor as well, anchor.fm slash TSK Show, or just download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android. This episode is the start of our five-part series where Tyler and I are going to rank the top 20 players at each position in the NBA. On this episode, we're going to rank our top 20 active point guards. Uh, We did this same five-part series last season, but like Tyler uh, said at the top, He and I both agree that it's always fun to do these types of rankings and lists, especially since we did one last year. We can kind of compare and contrast the lists now from year to year uh, as the TSK show gets gets moving. Uh, It was definitely interesting to go back and look at last year's list. Yep. And uh, use it use it as a reference to kind of come up with uh, this year's list uh, as I definitely had some names taken off the Uh, list. Yeah, who who are the names you took off the list? Well, Isaiah Thomas was the big one that was yeah. funny because last year when we had did this, the perspective was he had just come off of a, a year career year where he was averaging thirty points a game, and he was and then then he was injured, so we hadn't seen him. The last we had saw him play, he was averaging thirty points a game. Thirty points a game for Boston. So. In it the was, playoffs. It, yeah, it was funny to see that we still, like, I mean, I think I had him as, like, my sixth or seventh best yeah. point guard in the league. I had him in my now, top ten. Now he's definitely uh, now he's definitely dropped out of the top 20. Yeah, I had uh, him definitely taken out of my top 20 altogether. I had one person who was in my top 10 just move into my top 15. Uh, but I'll get to him in a little bit when we kind of discuss 20 through 11. Uh, the way we're going to do this, though, is Tyler and I, we're not really going to discuss 20 through 11. We're kind of just going to leave that up for uh, public debate on your just, own. Just so you know who we, who we uh, see in that, that next 10. Yeah, uh, just kind of give you a peek behind the curtain into, into how we feel. But really the nitty gritty we're going to get into is obviously 1 through 10. We'll rank, uh, we'll rank the top 10 point guards in the NBA and uh we'll, yeah. we'll kind of just go into into depth yeah. on on how we feel about each player uh and why we put them uh at that position. So who were the players that are aren't in your lit that weren't in your top 10 or sorry that were in your top 10 last year that are not now? There was only one and it's uh Mike Conley Jr. You still have Isaiah Thomas in your top 10? No, no. You didn't have him in your top 10 last year? I did have him in my top 10 last year. So yeah, so he so him and who? What was the first name you just said? Mike Conley Jr. So Mike Conley and Isaiah were the two guys that were in your top ten last year. That, that are not in my top ten this year. That's funny because those are the same two guys that uh, yeah. I had. Um, well, okay, so where did you have – before we say 11 through 20, uh, okay. where's Lonzo Ball? Lonzo Ball is in 16. I got him at 14. I beat you. <laughs> I beat you. 
at, at one point I had him up as high as like 12 and I was like, oh, maybe I should scale back a little bit. I on. had him, I had him as high as 11. Yeah. Um, I just, I was interested to see. And a uh, second guy that I was interested to know is, do you have Rajon Rondo in your top 20? I do. Okay, perfect. All right. Those were my two. Those were the two <laughs> I was interested. Obviously, the Laker point guards, but and uh, listen, the Laker point guard debate has been a highly contested topic since the Rajon Rondo signing. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's a great problem to have because it is a great problem to, to have. Me, what do you mean? To me, I love the I love the idea of Rondo, Lonzo, and Braun playing on the court together. Those with are that. three of the biggest basketball brains in the league right now. Just um, extreme uh, extreme passing ability, extreme IQ, extreme basketball, just abilities in general. Yeah. Um, long arms on all of them. All three of them can play defense. All three of them are, are you know, pretty feisty defensive players. So uh, all three of them can rebound. I love I love that um, little They're trio. They're a threat for a triple-double It's a weird night. trio that no one else in the league is going to talk about. Um, because when you put a big three together to the Lakers, that's not the three you put together. No. But it, I just I think that there's so much value there. That's why, and and also Rondo just carries a certain presence when he's on the court. He whether you're better than him at basketball. Yeah. Uh, I think he can, I think he can play. He plays against players that are better than him a lot. Oh, he for can sure. Get the better of them because of how he plays. Yeah, he's he has the ability to get under like he has a he has a quality while it isn't a physical talent. It's yeah. a talent to where he has the ability to get under his opponent's skin to where he yeah. affects the game without even physically affecting his yeah. opponent. It's the same reason why John Stockton was so effective. Yep. I mean, it's not like he was physically dominating guys. He was just knew how to play the game. Yeah. Um, now, be before bef okay. before we start, I have a question. Yeah. And I think we probably looked at this differently, and I hope we didn't. Yeah. But I looked at this list as if all things were equal, everybody is healthy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. I didn't really let health um, play too big of a like. A I have part. someone like I have someone in here who has not played a single game this year. Let me see if I have anyone in that. Scenario. And you're gonna like I, you know exactly who this player is that hasn't played this year. Yes. Damn. All right. Who? Dejounte. Yeah. See. Okay. So I have Dejounte, but I still had him like on the outside looking in. Okay. Um, See. So, anyways, so starting with my 11 through 20, I'll start from 20 and go up to 11. Okay. Uh, at number 20, I got my boy, the teenager, um, Trey Young. Okay. Um, and then and Dejounte, you know, D Rose, Jeff T. Those are all those guys that were like Ooh. right, right that I took Trey over. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so Trey Young, and then I go Ricky Rubio. Um, I, I still think he's got a lot left in the tank. He provides a lot for that team. Okay. Then I got Ro our boy Rondo, um, Eric Bledsoe, who's had I think a really good year. He's had an up and down career, but right now we're at a peak. Yes. Um, and the list is made today. <laughs> uh, number sixteen. Jamal, what have you done for me lately? Exactly. The number sixteen, um, Jamal Murray, uh, and then De'Aaron Fox, Lonzo Ball. Um, so when it comes to that little young group, 14, 15, 16, I take in order, I go Lonzo, De'Aaron, Jamal Murray. Okay. Um, okay. and then, uh, at coming in at number 13, uh, I got Goran Dragic, uh, stud, um, super productive, uh, veteran. And then number 12, I got D'Angelo Russell. Okay. If I'm just being real with myself, I think that yeah. he deserves that. And then at number 11, just missed out for two years in a row, uh, Mike Conley Jr., Okay. 
All right. All so right. yeah. So from the so in order, it would go Conley Jr., D'Angelo Russell, Dragic, Lonzo Ball, De'Aaron Fox, Jamal Murray, Eric Bledsoe, Rajon Rondo, Ricky Rubio, and my boy Trey Young. Okay. Trey Young fifth in point guards for assists per game. Pretty impressive for a rookie. That's a and a, and a teenager. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my twenty through eleven. At twenty, I got Rajon Rondo. 19, D'Angelo Russell. 18, Eric Bledsoe. Damn, D'Angelo. Okay. Dude's an (laughs) all-star. 17, Reggie Jackson. 16, Lonzo Ball. 15, Jeff Teague. 14, Ricky Rubio. 13, Mike Connolly Jr. 12, DeJounte Murray. And just missing out on the top 10, number 11, Drew Holiday. Okay. Damn, all right. Yeah, so your list is... uh, Extremely different. Than Very mine. different from yours. A lot of the same guys, though. I mean, just you, you named damn near every player I named. Pretty close. I yeah. you had Rubio, you had Mike Connolly, you had Ball, you had D'Angelo, you had Rajon Rondo, uh, you had Dejounte. I didn't have Dejounte. Oh, you didn't. You didn't have Dejounte. Yeah. You had Eric yeah. Bledsoe. And Dejounte is probably a guy that because he, I haven't been able to see him play is why you know you quickly forget. Right. Uh, he's a solid. He's a solid player. But um, the reason. But it's guys like I mean. Eric Bledsoe, Rajon Rondo, uh, Trey Young, Ricky Rubio, those guys are all based on, like, this year they played really good. Yeah. Um, and, and same with De'Aaron Fox and Lonzo and D'Angelo Russell. They've taken steps forward in their careers. It was it, Yeah, and it was hard for me to put, uh, for instance, like, since you, you even though you put him at 20, you put Trey Young in the top 20. Yeah, it was hard. It's hard for me to put a rookie there because it's such a small sample size. Yeah. yeah. Uh, having a player like DeJounte Murray, even though he was hurt last year, seeing the steps he's taken in his career, yeah. it, it was easier for me to put a player like DeJounte Murray on the list. When I tried to put everything, you know, who who they're playing for, you know, like yeah, well, no, what's for gone, sure. who's who's the best point guards in the world right now? Um that that that's who I had at eleven through twenty. No, listen, I think both your list and my list is arguments for all the players yeah. we mentioned. Um and listen, the league is wing and point guard heavy right now yeah it is you gotta have a ball handler yeah and i think you know it's guys like lonzo and De'Aaron and jamal murray um that i think are the guys that are gonna make the jump and get into the top 10 yep where you start to see some of these these older guys slide out yeah well i mean colin sexton you know another young good player not quite in the top 10 for me uh, Reggie Jackson and Patrick Beverly are tough for me to put just because they play one side of the ball, basically. Yeah. I just – I think what Reggie Jackson has been able to do in Detroit with uh, yeah. Blake Griffin and Drummond, yeah. they've been able to make that offense kind of work. And it's like, you know, when you match him straight up with Trey Young, it's like he's probably going to eat Trey Young up. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, fuck, I, I would like to have a, a kid that's 19, 20 years old like Trey Young is with that amount of talent yeah. and ball skill. Um, he's only going to get better. Yeah, but all right, let's let's jump into the top ten. All right. Well, I'm going to start because my number ten is the guy <laughs> that you had in your back ten. Okay. I also had someone in your back ten that I have in my top ten. Oh, okay. As well, my number ten. All right. Well, I'm going to start off with uh, with Drew. Okay. With Drew Holiday. Um, it was really really hard for me. I went back and forth between Drew and Mike Conley a bunch, but ultimately I landed on Drew because of his stats this season, even though. New Orleans has been pretty bad. And then also his pl- performance in the playoffs. Yeah. I think people kind of forgot about him once he left Philly 
and this was kind of his reemergence. Oh, um, definitely. As far as the playoffs last year and this season so far, he's shown that he can. You know, he is a top ten guy. He's a he's a bigger guy. He can play both ways. Um, eight assists a game, twenty points a game, five rebounds a game. You know, he kind of do- he has a checklist of stats. Yeah. Um, just a good player. Yeah, no, I mean, Drew Holiday, hometown kid. Love, I mean, I love yeah. – I played against his brother yeah, Aaron. And I played against his brother Aaron in high school. Um, he's he's an incredible player. What he's been able to do in New Orleans with Anthony Davis last year when they had Boogie Cousins for, mm. for half the season, uh, it's – it's incredible to see the progression he had while not really playing as well as one would have hoped in Philadelphia, getting that second chance in New Orleans. But with that being said, I had to put Jamal Murray at my number 10 over him based off of this season's team performance. Yeah. Denver, Denver is absolutely surprised everybody. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Jamal Murray has taken, taken that next step in his career uh, that a lot of people thought he could take. Uh, he's averaging 18.5 points per game. He's shooting 43% from the field. Uh, he's having a, a remarkable year as as the point guard. Drew for Holiday better stats than all, both of those. I know. I know. But you you look at the position that they put their team in to win. Yeah. And yeah. right now, Denver's winning more than New Orleans. Yeah, no, for sure. And Jamal, I like Jamal Murray. He's a good player. Um, he's definitely got a bright future. I'm looking at this. It's crazy. Drew Holiday made an all-star game when he was 22 years old. Yeah. And now he's 28. Uh, hasn't been back since. His stats now are way better than they were when he was playing playing then. Yeah. All right. Who do you got at number nine? At number nine, uh, this guy was number my number 10 last year. So he's up one position from last year. Okay. And this that's a classic trait for this guy is Kimba Walker. Ooh, okay. Slow, slowly climbing up my list. I got him a little bit higher. I've always been high on Kevin Walker, um, and he's just like – he's just only gotten better. I mean, he refuses to stay in one spot as far as his game goes. He always adds more and more. Now he's just becoming more and more consistent, which is another thing. You know, he would disappear for games when he was a little younger. Now it's just, you know, night in, night out. He's averaging almost 25 a game. Uh, you know, five and a half assists, four rebounds, shooting a good percentage from, you know, 35% from three, 43% from the field. Uh, and he's, you know, he's everything for that team. Starter in the All-Star game this year. Yeah, third All-Star nod this year. Uh, you know, he plays a ton of minutes his whole career. He's everything they got. Everybody knows that that's all they got. And yet he still kind of just always gets it done. He's the ultimate gamer, you know. Yeah, for sure. I actually have Kemba a little bit higher. So uh, I'll I'll give my spiel on Kemba yeah. in a little bit. Um, my number nine is someone who is actually out for the year now, uh, yeah. but he did get to play a little bit this year. But uh, I don't think everybody was too happy with how he he started off the year. Yeah. And uh, at number nine, I have John Wall. Yep. He dropped significantly from last year. I believe I had him in my top five last year. Probably last year they were rolling at this point. Yeah. Washington looked very good at this point last year. And this year, kind of a different story. Uh, Obviously, we talked about it last episode. Uh, John Wall, he secured that max contract, uh, got all that money, and he took it and went straight to the club. Came back from this offseason out of shape and ends up getting hurt for the season. 
and it ends up uh, biting him in the ass. But at the end of the day, I think he's still a top 10 point guard when he's 100% healthy. What he can do on the court is unreal. He's one of the fastest players with the ball end-to-end. The way he can control an offense, the way he can create his own shot, uh, what he can do on offense. And also defensively, he uses his length. Uh, He's a bit bigger. Uh, for a point guard. So I think that uh, when healthy, John Wall is still a top 10 point guard in this league. Yeah, I got him higher just because I still – he's he's down in my list too, but uh, – I was just very – I am a little higher than you do just because I'm trying not to – I still want to see what he comes back. See, I'm, I was just very disappointed in how he responded after getting the contract that I felt like he needed to get knocked down a couple notches even further yeah. than some might some people uh, he's just one might of the best. do it. He's one of the best playmakers in the league, but yeah, he he fucked up this offseason. But I don't see him as a guy that fades into the mess. I think he's gonna we're gonna he's gonna bring it back. Uh, I hope so. Um, coming at my number eight, uh, that was your number nine, right? Yes. Hold on one sec. I'm I was trying to pull up where I had John Wall last year, but my computer's lagging, so go for it. Um, number eight, I got uh, Kyle Lowry. Okay. Who is uh I, th- I think he's like right at the same spot he was last year actually interesting um yeah I mean he, this guy's just uh, I think what he got going on this year for him is that he's playing with another star so now it's like I've seen I've seen Kyle Lowry play extremely well with the Rockets last year or last year last team that he played for mm-hmm. I've seen him go to a new team in Toronto and play extremely well there. Uh, played with a star in DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan leaves. He plays well with a second star in Kawhi Leonard. Um, it just shows me that a dude can ball. It's not It's not because of Toronto. It's not because of Houston. It's not because of DeMar. It's not because of... No, know, he can straight up ball. This dude can ball. He's an undersized, kind of a bulldog, pit bull style player. Um, he's never. He, he also doesn't ever have like the craziest stats, but it's just an eyeball test. The dude's a hooper. Always selected. He, you know, multiple all-time... Uh, four-time all-star now um you know i think he's third in the league in assists just a great player kyle lowry all right uh well i have kyle lowry actually one above so i'll talk about him in a second you got him at seven yes and i had him at seven last year as well so stay huh. stay consistent there yeah uh, i pulled up my notes from last year i had john wall at number three last yeah, year i had him at four last year uh but anyway so currently we're at my number eight uh, ranked active point guard in the NBA. And this person, he was my number four ranked point guard last year, but this guy's one year older. He's got another injury in his med- medical sheet. And uh, it's none other than Chris Paul. I knew you were going to do this shit. <laughs> Chris Paul is an absolute, he's one of the all time great point guards ever. Don't get me wrong. Yep. But. Point guard of a generation. Yes. No, he he really is. But your best ability is your availability. And you can't count yeah. on him when you need him. Yeah. I He's mean, only. He, is that. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it's been it's been tough. He's got, in his 30s as a smaller guy. You know, the back couple of years with Los Angeles, these couple of years with Houston. 30 plus has not been easy for Chris Paul. No, exactly. But it says a lot lot about 
the player that he is that when he is healthy and when he's on the court, he's still a top 10 yep. point guard in the league. Exactly. And when he hoops, it's like, fuck. He no. still does the damn thing. When Chris Paul is on the court, you have to account for what he can do, and there's so much he can do. Mm-hmm. He can create his own shot. He can create shots for his teammates. He is the ultimate uh, ultimate facilitating point guard as well as being able to to score off the dribble. And that pick and roll game yeah. that he and Capella run. It's probably a top five. He's probably a top five, like, little man ever. Yeah, probably. I mean, as far as, like, the guys that are at six foot or maybe a little shorter. Yeah. Um, he's He's got to be up there with, with those guys. Yeah, but it's it's tough when you just keep getting riddled by injury. No, it, it, and it has been tough for it's been a tough go. Um, if he did, if he dropped off playing, it would be a lot easier for me to be like, yo, he's had four injuries in the last five years. Like it's, and it always seems to be around playoff time or like right at the end of the season when they need you for the run or whatever it is. Uh, you're right. His timing and his injuries have been tough on this side of 30. Uh, when he's actually had the good teams, you know, when he was in his twenties and he was the best guard in the league, arguably, he didn't really have the teams that were contenders. Like, you know, like the Houston Rockets have been the last couple of years, like Lob City was, um, those were, but Lob City never got out of the second round. No, but that was more of a, a contender than, you know, David West and Tyson Chandler and the Hornets, you know what I mean? Um, Hey, Byron Scott got coach of the year. No, they were a good team and they made it to the second round of the playoffs. So technically, they made it just as far as Lob City. Yeah. Um, but still, I meant you know, it just sucks. You know, when Chris Paul's uh, age and injury hit him, that's when he had his best opportunities to win. Yeah. But yeah. all right, who do you, who do you got at seven? Well, at seven, I got John Wall. We okay. Kinda, we kind of talked about him already. Um, but I got him at seven. Uh, I had him at four last year. I still it. I I actually had him at at uh, five, six, and seven. <laughs> throughout this entire time uh just moving it's him kind around of fluctuating. Because, because at the i i keep what i do when i see two names on top of each other i think who are you taking like at the end of the day really like you yeah. can't take two who are you taking with you yeah and it's tough for me not to take john wall with a no, lot of these guys no so. i completely agree with you uh, i went john wall at number seven all right and then uh you had kyle lowry yeah i had kyle lowry at number seven obviously uh we talked about him because uh, Tyler had him at eight, I believe. Yep. yep. Uh, I had him at seven last year. So uh, I mean, listen, he, you, you know what you're getting when it, when it comes to Kyle Lowry. He yeah. shows up every day and he puts in the work and he's one of the best point guards he's in the easy, league. He's easy to like. He's easy yeah. to be a fan of. You know what I mean? You don't have to you be a Raptors fan to like him. Yeah, you can't not root for the guy. Um, he's just he's he has a sense of humor. Anytime you see him around Demar, he was kind of like the voice for that friendship you know yeah, what i mean where for sure where definitely demar didn't really do that as much uh he stepped in and, and kind of filled that role and that's why he's so likable yeah and he can play yeah and he's like a short fat kid you know he's not <laughs> really like he's not like a big athlete or nothing what do you mean? What do you well mean i mean he's, he's like i mean i think kid. he's like six foot six one 200 something pounds <laughs> what are, I, I know that they have him listed at like 198 but that's some bullshit <laughs> I, I know for a fact my boy weighs more than 198. <laughs> the dude's the dude's thick. I mean, That's I think he's so built funny. like an NFL running back, you know? Yeah. No, I, I could see that. That's so funny that you yeah. said that, though. Yeah, I'd say like six foot, six one, two twenty. Yeah, that's a big dude, you know? <laughs> if he was not a professional basketball player he'd, or professional athlete, he'd probably be a short, fat guy. Yeah. All right. 
All right, we are one step closer to the top five. Number uh, six. Number yeah. six. I'm very interested to see where we start to get into now, yeah, because my yeah. number six is very interesting. So I'm. I'm let, let, well, let's my hear number yours. six was tough to swallow. I've been trying. He's hard for me to rank because. Oh, it was very hard for me to swallow my number six. It be, well, it's probably the same kid then, uh, Ben Simmons. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, I mean the kid can hoop, he, but he's the future. The three thing is really hard for me to get over. I just feel like you have to have the ability to shoot a jump shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really, really tough. Um, Even to, Giannis has started to develop a jump but, shot. And Ben Simmons is a guy that was ranked as low as eight on my list and ranked as high as five. So I ranked him all over the place. Yeah. Um, I could easily put him at number five. Um, but, I I mean, I don't think he's passed the top. The top four guys to me are, like, solidified the guys at, as the top four yeah. i don't think he's there yet he's the best of all the other guys you know what i mean he he does so many different things in the basketball court Six ten, the size is amazing he's uh, um, he, he's technically in his second year but why he's not in that that other echelon why i can't just say he's a top five guy can't shoot is, is he can't he has no threat to shoot a jump shot and i just think you can't have that i mean these other guys they don't have holes in their game, and that is a huge, huge hole. And the more and more stats come out, um, the more and more important the three-point line is. Uh, that's got to be added to his game. I think he shoots with the wrong hand, personally. He he likes to fit. I've I've heard this theory. He's a lefty, isn't he? he I've heard. Yeah, he shoots with his left hand. Yeah. Uh, he I heard this theory. Maybe he and should it makes so Thompson much sense. And he he finishes when he gets to the. Um, when you get to the rim, you go to your strong hand naturally, yeah, yeah. and he goes to his right hand. So maybe and he I should think, Tristan Thompson. You know, I think he was a kid that was kind of like not bred to be a basketball player, but I think they they were on him at a young age to be a basketball player. And being a lefty, if he had any sort of like success with both hands, they probably pushed lefty. Yeah. When really he's a right-handed, you know, shooter. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's he's got to figure something out because, I mean. If teams are just going to leave him wide open uh, out out on the perimeter, it's yeah. they're they're playing four on five. Yeah, I mean that you we've seen a ton of uh, uh, players like this have these weird quirks in their game. Yeah, uh, and defenses just figure it out, and it's going to be too easy to stop. And in a seven game series, when the when shit's on the line, you have to be able to go to your stars and. It, when he when he's shot. playing with Embiid, it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to have you standing at the free throw line and Embiid on the block. It's just that's very congested, yeah. um, and that's really tough to do. And if he could even just step out to three one time, yeah, uh, he'd be a threat. Yeah, but I mean, I know that just sounded like we talked pretty badly about the guy for being this for the our six, number that, six, but that's kind of like that's where he's at. He's a stud. You can't deny it. Exactly. Um, he's going to be. You know, an All NBA player for years to come. Oh yeah, I mean, this is the ver this is the first of many All Star appearances for him. But to right come. now, he's a novelty. Right now, he's just like this cool thing. Like he's not a bona fide. Like no, he's you need that part of he game. he needs to figure that out. Yeah. He's he's averaging sixteen points a game. Yeah, he hasn't shot a three. It's it's terrible. Yeah. Well, and the, well, actually, no, he did shoot a three, but that doesn't count. It was from. Most, an, most analytics won't use that as like no as good time no basketball reference has him at a 0, 0.0 yeah 
Uh, all right, so that was our number six, Ben Simmons. And then, well, number five, really quick, just because we've already talked about him. Uh, you've already talked about him. I, was, I got CP3. Okay, and uh, I have Kemba Walker. So because we, uh, I got to, I got to have, I got to have Chris Paul in the mix at the top five because when he plays, he has not dropped off at all. He is a stud. He helps teams win. I don't give a fuck about all this hate that he always gets about not winning. And I've just never been a big CP3 guy. I've just, I just remember when he like just took the world by storm as a young point guard. Um, he really was part of that LeBron no, Carmelo D Wade movement. Um, and those guys all got a lot of hate, uh, but he was like their point guard. That was like that generation's point guard, and yeah. so he will always, I think, be in hel- held in high regards. And like I said, I think he really is top five um, small guy. You know, with Iverson, with Isaiah Thomas, um, that's the breadth of you know that he's in. Yeah, no, I mean Chris Paul, he's a he's a generational talent for sure. And I, and I think when he comes back, he's like I said, can, can I take C, like Ben Simmons over CP3 in a series? No, I'll, I'm gonna take yeah. CP3. Am, am I gonna take? John I don't Wall? know. That's tough. You know, am I gonna take Lowry over CP3? No, it's tough. It's tough. And then my my number five, you already kind of talked about him, Kemba Walker. Uh, my he, number ten. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, I just think. I mean, he's the, he's the one bright spot in Charlotte, and he has been since he's been there. Um, he's, he's one of those guys who I think could be in the top five small guys by when it's all said and done. Um, he's, he's an absolute stud. It's his third all-star appearance this year. Uh, he's starting this year. Yeah. Um, he's a gamer, man. He's just, uh, I've yeah, always, he's just loved, a hooper. I, I, I fell in love with him at UConn when they made yeah, that he's run a winner. because the kid just fights. That's how he plays. He wasn't always the. You know, he he was inconsistent, but he had flashes of greatness. He didn't always have the best percentages, but it was like when he shot the ball, you just thought there was a chance. Yeah. Um, Duke can poop. Yeah. All right. Who you got at number four? Well, now I think the dust settles. I think so. I think so. these four guys – I mean, we, ha- we have the same four guys. I know you don't have either one of these guys out of the top ten. You haven't said any of them yet. Well, and I think – I think uh, the only thing is we might have our one and two switched. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> most likely. Uh, but at number four, I got Dame Time Lillard. As do I. And, and again, before I even dip into this bullshit of ranking these players, which is, in a way, I love it, but it's fucked up to do to rank these guys because all four of these guys are the best point guard in the league. Yeah. I think that's kind of like where they're at. Should they're, we just name our top four then? Well, I think the people know who the names are: Dame, Kyrie, Steph, and Russ. Okay, but yeah. um, but at number four, I got Dame. Um, I have Dame at number four as well, just because you know he's like you know a couple accomplishments away from Kyrie, a couple accomplishments away from Russ and Steph, but he's got all the other accolades, all the stats, yeah, all the clutch, all the factors, the checklist, the measurables, all that bullshit. He's got it all. All the unmeasurables too. Yeah, like all the all yeah. the all the mental stuff. Like yeah. Dame is the kind of player he plays with that chip on his shoulder. He's he, a small school guy. Yeah, he always has that fight in him to where he is gonna fight until the last second. Frank Nitty's old running mate. Yes, aka uh, Frank uh, Nitty's the man. Aka Frank Sessions, um, Drew League legend. But uh, yeah, Dame's. You know, people love the clutch players, 
and that's damn. You know, he's the guy in the fourth quarter where it's just like ridiculous. It's yeah, like, it's comedy watching him play in the fourth because he just lights people up, and there's nothing you can do about it. You know what's crazy? And I had this stat written down because it 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 went into my rankings, and it it's an analytic, and I know we don't really talk a lot about deep analytics. But Dame Lillard, out of my top 20 and probably your top 20 as well, has the highest win share for the season out of any of the point guards. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, That's yeah. That doesn't you know that doesn't surprise me. It's, these four guys are the best. This is these are the best guys in the world, uh, just hands down. Uh, but number three, we probably have the same as Kyrie Irving. No. Okay. Nice. So there's the first mix-up. So at number three, I got Kyrie. Okay. I'll let you. I'll let you speak on your number three. Uh, my number three is. You're just so disrespectful. I know what you're gonna say. How am I disrespectful? All right, put him at number three. What do you got? It's one of my favorite UCLA Bruins of all time, Russell Westbrook. Ugh. It's his third straight year averaging a triple double. But pretty good. But his free throws are down. His three-point shooting is down. He's taken the backseat to Paul George. He's letting Paul George which steal. Which is good. Which, which is great. It's worked out great. For the Thunder. For the Thunder as a team. He's still averaging a triple-double. His points are down. I just think right now I can't put him above Steph and Kyrie. Even though he's averaging a triple double, and I love, yeah. I'm, I'm so in love with him yeah. and the fact yeah. that he, yeah, he's a physical just force. I yeah, mean, it, again, it's not like there's someone better than him, but this is, if you're really at the end of the day, who you're taking, he you also know. has the lowest win share of the top four. Yeah, and I, th- I, I just, when it comes to, because I have Kyrie at three, um, when it comes to him and Russ, I just. Russell is just too good individually. You know, he, yeah. he has everything that the eyeballs, that on paper, whatever you need to see, he does. To me, Kyrie um, is a cold-blooded killer. I'd rather have Kyrie. T- I'd but, rather have Kyrie take the last shot than Russ, though. But I think Russ dominates the game to where you don't need the last shot. But it's a different. But it's just does a he? It's just a but different. But does he? I mean, I think he's done a lot for what he's been given. He's done sure. a lot for I, what he's been given. To, Don't yes, he's definitely better than uh, he's def. The, the Thunder have definitely been bounced back faster than anyone thought. That first year with Old Depot, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like he's done, he's averaged the triple doubles. Um, he's yeah. got the MVP. Yeah, yeah. L- listen, it it was hard for me to put Russell Westbrook at three, but. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, that's, what, that's what's tough about this point guard game. Listen, Steph and Kyrie have the ring. Yeah. Yep, which is big time. But I just think uh, – And Steph's uh, got multiple. Yeah. Russell is just amazing. So, all right, so who's your number two? My number two is Steph. And the Steph – Steph Stephen Wardell Curry. Yes. All right. Well, I got uh, – personally, I got Steph at number one. Okay. And I have Kyrie at number one. You got Kyrie Irving at number one, best point guard in the league. I do. I, I do. mean, he ah. is he is point one percent away from the fifty forty. Yeah. So, yeah well, club. I mean, he's still point point whatever away. Uh, <laughs> and my five, thing, five percent from the free throw. So he's eighty five from the free throw. But so anyway, my thing with this is, I was excited about number one. I'm glad that you went Kyrie. I'm glad that it was you were mixed up more than I thought. Because <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to put Steph at number three. 
And I thought you were going to disrespect him like that. No, no. I got Steph as the cold-blooded number one. Um, and I also think that Steph is the best point guard I've ever seen in my entire life. That's a bold statement. I, I don't think that there's anyone ever. That's where the five-on-five team I was is that like, where it stemmed from? That's where it's well, because it's also, you know, like I saw Mike play and I understand everything that Mike did, but at the end of the day, like Kobe is the two guard. Like, it, if I the best point guard I've ever seen play, I have to take Curry. The best two guard I've ever seen play was Kobe. So that made the second team having Magic and Mike, it made it interesting. Yeah, no, definitely. I tried to think of the second best player that I'd seen at every position. Definitely. Go um, back if you if you guys want go back to the last episode. Tyler had this crazy five on five matchup. It's kind of the most talented matchup yeah, you can get. Yeah, it, it, but it stemmed from I believe Curry's the best uh, point guard ever. There's no, he's a better shooter than Kyrie. He's a better ball handler than Kyrie. I think he's a better passer than Kyrie. Defense with those guys, I think, is a wash. Um, he's obviously won the head-to-head battle in the finals. Yeah, you know, Steph Curry just does. It has changed, ruined the game. Uh, which I love that he owns that ruin the game. Um, go ahead and do that. Yeah, I think he's he's up there with Iverson and Michael as the guys that really have their fingerprint on the league and what you see today. Um, I can't say enough about Steph. <laughs> he's the man. I mean, he's he's the man. He's the best ever. It, it's un, it's his his shooting stats are going to be unreachable. Um, oh, he's yeah. going to set this bar. And I mean, later on, the game, just like passing in the NFL, the game's kind of going towards all these three point stats are going to be inflated compared oh, to, what, yeah. you know, Reggie, Reggie Miller and Ray Allen's. They might not even be in the top their, 10. Their numbers are not going to do them justice. It's no. not going to reflect how they how dominant they really were from the three. Steph just changed everything. He just changed the game. Um, yeah. The baby face assassin. All right. You convinced me. I'm flip flopping. Steph's my number one. Kyrie's my number two. It's just, you know, you just checklist them up. And outside of physical, you know, Russell's physicality, uh, Ben Simmons' size, you know, outside of the, those, like, two, it's like who can – he just – every everything you match up, he's better than. Yeah, no, I, I definitely uh, – I got I to gotta agree with you. Cur- you Curry's, convinced me. You know, I, I so my top three where we mixed up was – I went Steph at number one, Russell at number two, and Kyrie at number number three. Yeah, uh, we both had Dame at four. Yep. I think those four are kind of just like the living embodiment of how good a point guard can be. You know, yes, there's there's Stockton and Gary Payton and and Magic and those guys, but these four guys could possibly be the best point guard ever. That's how good these guys are. Yeah, and I think I think in terms of currently uh, currently speaking in the NBA. These four are like the tier A of point guards, and then it's like everybody else. And guys have flirted with that tier, and like you know, even Dame Lillard is just now kind of getting his permanent seat there. You know, CP3 was in there for a long time. Yeah, Ben Simmons will probably be there. John Wall flirted with it for a while, Um, but these four right now, today, Kyrie, Dame's, Russ, and Steph are just the the baddest of the bad in the league. Yeah, definitely. All right, so you want to run through real quick 20 through 1? Or 1 through 20? Or 1 through 20, yeah. Yeah, I'll roll 1 through 20. All Steph right. at number 1. Uh, then it goes Russ, Kyrie, Dame, CP3, Ben Simmons, John Wall, Kyle Lowry, Kemba, and Drew. Then Mike Conley, D'Angelo Russell, Goran Dragic, Lonzo Ball, De'Aaron Fox, 
Jamal Murray, Eric Bledsoe, Rajon Rondo, Ricky Rubio, Trey Young. All right. And then originally I had Kyrie, then Steph, but Tyler convinced me, so I'm going Steph, Kyrie, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, Kemba Walker, Ben Simmons, Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul, John Wall, Jamal Murray to round out the top 10. And then 11 through 20, Drew Holiday, DeJounte Murray, Mike Conley Jr., Ricky Rubio, Jeff Teague, Lonzo Ball, Reggie Jackson, Eric Bledsoe, D'Angelo Russell, and Rajon Rondo. But all right, with that, that wraps up this episode of the TSK Show. Next week, we are going to do the top 20 shooting guards in the NBA. So look forward to that next week. Don't forget, you can find us at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore world underscore. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Just type in keyword TSK Show in the search bar. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us as well. We are also now on Anchor. Just go to anchor.fm slash TSK Show or download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android. We appreciate you all so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of the TSK Show. Peace. Later.